Guys, it's your coastal mompreneur, Jerrica Aiken, back with another episode. Hey, you guys, it's your coastal mompreneur back with another episode. I'm so excited. Today, I have someone that I admire and that I love. Today's guest is none other than Carrie. Robert. She is an amazing woman. I just love her energy and what she gives to not just her family, herself, but also the community. Carrie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, y'all. My name is Carrie Robert. I am a realtor here in Charleston, married to Bo, an amazing real estate attorney. We have two kids. Olivia is 13 and James is 10. We are a family that loves doing sports together and coffee is life. Listen, I just love her. Listen, she's being (laughs) modest. I'm going to let that go today. She's being modest. But if you have an opportunity to follow her on her Instagram, please do that. Carrie, what's your Instagram? Carrie Roberts Realtor. Awesome. You guys head over there now so that you can peep out her life and her journey. Today's episode is One Mom's Battle is One Mom's Push. And I couldn't think of no other person to do this episode with to really fulfill you guys and give you what you need to help you in each battle that you may face in life. When you're, whether you're a wife, a mom, whatever you're battling, we want to encourage you and inspire you and uplift you today to know that you can keep going. And regardless of what you do, you're always going to be an amazing mom. So today, Carrie, let's go ahead and start off. What is one of the number one highlights of being a mom for you, motherhood for you? Um, I love helping my kids succeed and do their best at life. That's amazing. Now, do you believe that? In order to help a child to see, like, what are, like, what is one thing that you would say is one of the main things that you pride yourself in doing? I'm super involved. Every day they come home, I ask them what they did at school. I do homework with them. I used to be a teacher. So I am all about doing the homework, getting it all done, being super OCD in their notes. <laughs> Listen, I love it. I need a little bit of that in my life, okay? <laughs> so, what has been the greatest challenge for you when overcoming? as being a mom? Finding the time. There's never enough time in the day. And I am really bad at finding enough time and delegating. I don't know how to delegate. I have to do it. Preach. Yes. Listen, I don't know how to do that either, but it still gets done. Like (laughs) I feel like we don't like, we always tell them, Hey, you know, we we have a hard time delegating. We have a hard time organizing or putting things in to-do list, but then we end up still getting things done. Yes. (laughs) That's crazy. I love a to-do list. Listen, while we're talking about to-do list, what is the trickiest thing about balancing work and home life? Having a balance between the two. Turning off work, not Mm. answering my phone, not answering the emails while I'm at a sporting event or while I'm in the middle of a homework assignment, it's really hard to say no. How do you do that? Like, um, how do you be like... I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you have any tips? I, the, oh, no, it's so crazy. I was listening to a podcast today and she was like, she puts her phone on some option where you can't get emails either. Okay. And for an hour while she's doing something else, she won't do, she won't check emails. She won't do anything but what she's doing. And I, I feel like we have to do that. I Whether mean, it's turning off Facebook, social media, D&D and things. That's the only way, especially we, we as mompreneurs, the only way that we're going to get other things done is by putting a halt on something. Right. You know, like saying no to something. Because if not, 
We're never going to have self-care. We're never going to have our children to see us. We're never going to be able to balance being a wife. Certain things I feel like we have to say no to. What do you think? Right. I agree. And I don't know how to say no. And I think (laughs) that's what God did for me in this season this year is try to teach me how to say no and that I have to stop something. Listen, I am so like, we literally just went right into it. We did. (laughs) Cry. I was like, I no, was trying to prepare up. No, to, like, no. what am I going to say? How am I going to say? But you took us there, girl. Okay, <laughs> let's do this thing. Right. So, how? Ha- let's talk about the battle that you're facing right now, okay. um, and how that has changed you in the beautiful woman that you always were. But how did that add on to what you have going on now? Okay, uh, February second of this year, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and that started a huge unknown for me, which I'm a very type A. I like to have a schedule. I like to know exactly what's happening. And it was two months of testing before I could even begin treatment that that was the hardest thing for me, being strong for my family, being strong for my kids, being strong for myself. And then just with the unknown, because I don't do well with unknown. Yeah. Not knowing like what the future holds or like, right. I, I can only imagine like what you were thinking at that time. Your kids, your husband, mm-hmm. you know, how involved you are. Like, how did you break the news to your children? Or was there ever a conversation that you guys had? We did. And we knew we had to tell them. We didn't, I didn't know how to tell them. I'm not great at communicating. I do remember I called my daughter's best friend's mom. And I told her before I told Olivia because I knew Olivia was going to contact Kayla and tell her. And so I wanted her to be ready. She said, doesn't your daughter watch that show, Alexa and Kate? And I was like, oh my gosh, she does. It's her favorite show. And I didn't even put two and two together that it was about a girl in middle school who was battling cancer and her best friend shaved her head with her. And then they just go on this life and they go on and on and they're in middle school. And it was so good because Olivia had already been exposed to cancer Mm -hmm. where when I was growing up, the cancer Mm -hmm. was a lot different. Mm -hmm. And that was a big deal when I had to call my father. My my dad's mom died of breast cancer in the 80s. And mm-hmm. so when I called him, I he was a mess. I'm a daddy's girl. And I had to say to him, it is not the 1980s. It is 2022. I am going to be fine. But then we sat down with my kids. And again, I remembered that they had watched the show. So I brought up the show to bring it up. She's like, do you have cancer? And I was like, yeah. She's like, okay. Wow. <laughs> like, that was it. Wow. <laughs> That I feel like you have already prepared her to be a strong woman, mm-hmm. you know, and you've done so well with it just bring both of your kids, but definitely your daughter. You've done so well in her life to give her the tools and equipment that you were just seeing a result to what you've been doing over the years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you prepared her, not saying for the worst situations in life, but she is able to take it and mm-hmm. like, okay. Let's deal with it. Yeah. You know, kind of like a younger you, if that makes any sense. Yes. She's definitely a younger me. Oh my gosh. That okay. is so, like, I think that's awesome. Like, first, I know you probably was like, I didn't even think that was going to go like that. No. There was no, <laughs> my son cried a little bit for about 10 minutes, curled up in my lap, and then everything was fine. He said, you know, I don't feel sick now, but I'm going to take some medicine that's going to make me sick. So I'll need a little bit more help. And they were like, okay. Awesome. Now, how has this battle, like, I know there are days that you probably don't have energy or days that you don't even feel like yourself. How do you guys communicate that so that you make sure that you're getting your rest and that the kids don't feel like 
you know, I can't be there for my mom or I feel left out or mom can't do this with me. Like, how do you navigate that whole thing? So I do, I get a little bit tired, but coffee is life. I, I drink a lot of coffee. Iced coffee is my jam. I love it. But really, I still go to everything. I don't. I mean, I, I have said to myself mentally, I don't have time for cancer. I don't have time for this. I'm too busy. Doesn't fit in my schedule. Now I have had to learn to fit my doctor's appointments, which are ridiculous the amount of them there are. So it's time consuming. But I would leave chemo and go pick up Olivia and take her to a soccer game and go to basketball practice. I left a surgery one day and went right to basketball practice. I just don't have time. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm sorry I wanted to take a quick little break. I know it's going real good, but I want to invite you, if you're a mom and an entrepreneur, listen, we all can use your help. Send me an email to coastalmompreneur at gmail.com so that we can hear from you. We all have skills that can help another mom succeed in this everyday life. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Listen, you just said something. I don't understand. I don't think you know the power that is in your mouth right now. You said, I don't have time for cancer. I don't. And I think it's a huge thing for to overcome. If you just, it's like a switch in my brain. And I just had to say, I don't have time for this. I'm not going to let it take over me. I'm not going to let it control me. I'm not going to let it define my life. Like, I'm too busy. Wow. It's so crazy because people get on us as being busy moms. And yes. they're always like, you can't be so busy. You're always so busy. But being busy has helped you, I feel like, not have time to think about. Right, exactly. That. You know I don't have mean? time to think about it. I've got too much. I look at my checklist. I have too much to do. And cancer doesn't fit. And I love it. I just love how, well, I love your energy I've always had. But I loved how you've been able to just take this battle that you're facing and literally put so much control on it, like your own narrative, like how you build that much guts or how do you get that much empowerment to say, you know what, I'm taking control of my narrative and this is not going to take me out. Like this is literally like you are really encouraging. I believe our listeners, me sitting here today, like how do you do that? It's not my narrative. It's God's narrative. And he wrote my story. I'm just along for the ride. Oh, wow. I got to pause for a second. <laughs> Jesus. I feel like sometimes when, we're, when we go through something, you know, difficult in life, something challenging, we all, we get upset with God. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, you know, why me? But what if this was part of the purpose? What if this was part of your purpose? Like, how do you go from why me being upset with God don't know if that's what you did or not. Just speaking for our listeners as well. Like, how do you go from there to this was part of my purpose and this is God's story? Like, how does how does that keep you going? Like, how do you how are you, you able to say that? So this time I didn't say why me. I've been through trauma in my childhood where I know 100 percent that God got me through. And because I had that and I have that testimony that at this point, I think this is nothing compared to. Um, earlier. So what I always said now is I don't say why me. I say, of course me, because mm-hmm. I think I have the tools to show people and to guide people that I 100% believe that God has me and has bringing me to this. 
and bringing me through this and has already decided the outcome and there's nothing I can do to change it. And that I'm just going to be the best person for me and for my kids and for my family. And hopefully can help people learn something from or help teach people something. Hopefully you are. I know that (laughs) I am the strongest I've ever been mentally and physically in my life, that this is the perfect time for me to do this. This is, I wouldn't want anybody else to have to go through this. I know I can do it. So of course me. Listen, of course you listen. Carrie is so humble. And I hope you guys are literally being empowered today because whether your battle is cancer, whether your battle is, you know, a divorce, whether your battle is, you know, still childhood trauma, whatever it is, like what is something, what's a piece of advice that you can tell our listeners that regardless of what they're battling is just another woman's push? Like how, how do they get to that? Surround yourself with like-minded people. Surround yourself with positivity. Surround yourself with people that will pray for you, that will check on you, that will be there for you, that will help you. I mean, I couldn't do this alone. I'll I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have so much family and friends around me that are like, okay, I need to pick up Olivia this day. I need to pick up James or I need to be here for this. And I need to pick you up because you can't drive and I need to take you to this appointment. I have had such an outpouring of people Mm -hmm. that have just around anything that they can at me like what can we do to help you know and constantly checking on me and that's just a testament to the type of people that you surround yourself with definitely i believe in that too now when it comes to having those days that we're not you know pumped up on coffee or we're not empowered like how do we get through those rough moments where we're just sitting around and not saying depression comes on us but the thought of that like how, like what keeps you going what keeps you saying I'm not going to be in this space I'm not going to stay here my kids my husband I mean I have I feel like I I would say what would they do without me I mean right. they can't they can't my family they can't, can't survive right. me. I mean right. my lists are way too long and I just have to for them because I don't want them to suffer and I don't want them to be sad and so I just don't have time for it I love it I do take the good power now though tell you that. Listen, those power naps, I feel like gets you through. Right? I am so twenty <laughs> to thirty minutes is like key for me. That's all I need. Yeah. And it just like flips the switch. Listen, I I love the fact that we're able to go through challenges and still laugh, still smile, still push one another. Like your story inspires me. It always has. I told you that I wanted you to be on this podcast because of it. And for you just to keep giving the glory to God on the podcast, you keep saying, hey, this is me. This is my life. This is what God has put in my life. Just encourages us. I feel like the listeners as well, that we can do anything. And one thing we have to remember is not why me, but why not me? You know what I mean? Like you literally kept saying that and that still sticks with me. Why not me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Like, how do you, how do you, how are you able to say, why not me, while you're battling cancer? Like, how are you able to just be like, you know what? Why not me, Lord? Like, what got you to that point? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, no. <laughs> I, know, I, know. Listen, I, I get it. I, I, like I said, I don't. It's not my journey. Like, well, it's my journey, but it's not. I didn't do it. Yeah. God did it. And he chose me and he chose this for me so that else could be inspired by it and somebody else could understand that you know 
they can do it, that they can get through anything. And I don't know why he chose me. I don't know why, why he did this. I don't know. No, let's talk about that. Cause you, you mentioned your faith several times. Yeah. So how, so I can only imagine based on you saying that faith is what got you here. Yeah. So if you don't have faith, what do you have? Fear. Right. And I think when we have fear is when we allow like something like this to literally take Take us down and take over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like having faith is what has given you the strength and the confidence to be, why not? Right. Listen, I love it. So what is the challenge that you guys are going through right now out there? Like put it in your mind right now. What is the challenge I'm going through right now? And instead of saying, why me? Change the narrative like Carrie has told us today and put why not me. Pick up that burden. Pick up what you're going through. Put it on your back and walk through it. I feel like that's one thing that we we fail to do. When something happens in our life that literally can take us out, like in a breath, like make you suffocate it. It's like, you're like, Lord, why me? But no, going forward, when we are faced with diversity, when we are faced with something in our life that seems to be overpowering, but now on, let's say, why not me? And let's take over it. So while we, while we go back to the mompreneur mode, being a mompreneur with a battle, like how are you able to continue to sell homes, help your homeowners? Like how does that, how has that changed your business? Well, I'm very open about it. So everybody in my life knows what I'm going through and yeah. they know I'm a real person and they know that I have a life and I have a family and I have this battle, yet I'm still there for them. And I'm still going to check on them and do what they need from me. And so I think they really appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's important too, that you have full transparency. Mm -hmm. And that helps you, I feel like, heal too. Because if you kind of know, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. Everyone around you knows. They can kind of, even when you have a bad day, they can go, oh, I know this ain't her. She's going through something. So I feel like that's another key point right there when we're going through something that someone needs to know. So that you're one, not in it alone, but two, when you are having a bad day, you're not looked at as, okay, you know, what's going on? Like right. they already know. Right. So what has, as challenging as being a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, were there any earlier detectors or red flags that was allowed you to go to the doctor? Like, how do you even know to go to the doctor to get checked? Was this like a normal, just physical? It wasn't. I had just come home from vacation. I had had an annual exam in November. Nothing had come up. Um, I had come home from vacation. I don't know. I was changing or something in my bathroom and I had, you know, touched my boob and kind of felt it and felt a lump. And I was like, okay, this came out of nowhere. They had been a little bit sore, but it felt like it'd come out of nowhere that I was like, oh, it's some infection. I remember one point when I was breastfeeding that I had gotten an infection and it yeah. felt like a hard lump and got an antibiotic and it was fine. So I called my mother-in-law and I said, I need you to come over. I found a lump in my breast. And she was like, did you tell Bell? I said, oh, I'm not telling him. It's just like, it's no big deal. Just come over. So she came over, had her feel it. I said, I think it's some kind of infection because it came out of nowhere. And I said, call. We have a friend that's doctor. I was like, can you just call and get me an antibiotic? She's like, I think you need to go to the doctor. I was like, no, it's fine. It's just, it's just an infection. Mm-hmm. And so we left it at that. And so I 
the next day, I forgot during the mo- in the morning and I called my doctor and I said, oh, you know, I found a lump in my breast. I think I need to come in. And she's like, okay, well, we'll schedule you in a couple of days. And, but if it's painful, you know, let us know. And I was like, well, it is painful. And she's like, well, then you need to come in right now. She's like, oh, okay. Still like la-di-da, like it's this infection. And went to the doctor. She did a breast exam. She said, I need to go have a mammogram immediately. And I went in there still. Like I go there and I'm still going, oh yeah, you know, she called me in an antibiotic. I have this infection still in my head. I have an infection. And they were like, it's not an infection. So they were like, you know, I ended up being four masses in the mammogram. Jesus. The largest one was 5.6 centimeters. Wow. Came out of nowhere. And what stage was it? They're calling it 2B. It had moved to the lymph nodes, you know, after, again, more testing. It took about two months to really figure out what it was. It had moved to the lymph nodes, and that was the worry. So lymph nodes, it's still considered breast tissue. So at that point, if it had stayed within the breast tissue, they say, you know, breast cancer is 100% curable. If it then moves past the lymph nodes, it goes into your other organs. And then they had, you know, talked about having like 10 to your treatable having about 10 to 15 years to live is what they had said um, to me originally if those were the two options yeah well we know there's a guy oh yeah because you were right here in the podcast <laughs> listen as we go through the battling stage which you you know you're going through but you're pressing through what's new life for carrie what's the like what's new for you like what do you enjoy doing now after this battle, I saw you went back to the gym, I right? went back to the gym after. So I had two surgeries in the last month and a half, and I was able to finally clear to go back to the gym. And that's really one of the best things for me mentally is first thing in the morning, getting up, well, after I get the kids off to school, because, you know, that's then going to the gym. Right. It's just, even if it's a 30-minute class, mm-hmm. it's just great for me mentally to get moving and get into a routine. I love a routine. Yeah. Listen, I think this has been amazing. I think you're an amazing person. Your story needs to be written, which I've already told you. But I want our our readers to really follow Carrie. If you have any questions, I know she's open to you guys hitting her up on her Instagram or Facebook. Because we know that one mom's battle is another mom's push. That we're in this together. That we're working together. And that we can do things better together. Carrie, before we leave today, what is one piece of advice that we can help push our moms out there as they continue to strive hard with these titles, whether you're a wife, mom, single mom, entrepreneur, listen, you are doing it, girl. You are rocking it out. What's one piece of advice that we can give to our moms out there? It's okay. We can take a breath. Take a breath. Oh, gosh. One thing that I have said to everybody through this battle and for everybody else's battle is be your own advocate. Listen to your body, listen to your mind, be your own advocate. I love that. We actually, we're going to end from that. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to go any further because I want you guys to really take that and lead with that today. So whatever you're battling, whatever you're going through, be your own advocate because your story is helping someone else. Your battle is pushing someone else. So as we leave today, thank you guys for joining us today. 
follow Carrie on her social media platforms and follow us, The Coastal Mompreneur, for more episodes. Tell me what you liked about this episode. Tell me what you want to hear more of. Listen, we are here to empower, encourage, equip you, inspire you to be your greatest self. So if you're just tuning in, you're not for sure what The Coastal Mompreneur is, let's break down Mompreneur. A mompreneur is a female business owner who actively balances the roles of being a mom and entrepreneur. And what we do here is we help the female business owner who is struggling with balance, self-care, and running a successful business while actively being a mom. So listen, being a mom and entrepreneur can have its ups and downs. This podcast will provide tips and strategies to help balance the roles of being a mom and entrepreneur. Be ready to be empowered, educated, and equipped with confidence to successfully run your life and your business. Listen, you guys, tune in and become part of our community of collaboration that encourages, uplifts, and inspires women entrepreneurs. Listen, I love you guys. Until next time, you guys, be your best self. You are awesome just the way you are. And listen, ain't no way nobody can do anything about it. You guys have a great day. 